I am finally back, and there's a lot to cover over the week between the ups, the downs, Cesaro getting, yeah, his contract expiring, being gone with no non-compete, so he could show up anywhere he wants. Like, there's a lot of stuff, but yeah. Murphy showed up. Like, there's a lot of debuts and matches and stories and lots, you know, some decent promos along the way to cover. There's a lot. So stick around. And we will get to it all after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. I know it's been a while. Um, There's been some good stuff that happened. You know, it's just so much, you know, stuff you didn't, that that, that you saw coming. Stuff that we all expected and stuff that like people's eight-year-old kids were predicting was going to happen. Like... It's just one of those, like, what's the point of talking if that's all you have to talk about? Now, again, there was some good stuff, but there was a lot of, like, I know people whose kids, pretty sure Dan even said his kids, Justin, like, said that they knew exactly, like, they called every single match at the Elimination Chamber, which, you know, when it gets to that point, it's not as much fun to talk about it, obviously. Am I still a fan? Yes. Do I still watch it? Yes. Very much so. There's just some stuff that baffles me, and there's all kinds of weirdness, but, you know, and there's really high moments in most shows. It just comes down to, you know, really weird stuff. You know, they're going like, why? Like, they're doing so good, and then they do this. You know, and I don't know why they they do it, but, I mean, this past week, I hate to say it, like, even though when I say that, you know, it was really, there was... Again, really good moments, but then their whole entire, like there was just hours that was pointless. And I don't understand what the point of watching it even was because it wasn't like all that impressive. Like there were whole entire shows which weren't good. Um, and I hate to be that guy, but it's true. You know, they put down, I mean, they did work really hard. I'll give them that. Like you could tell the stuff that, you know, the stuff that was good was good. Everyone has different opinions on all kinds of things. I'm sure there's stuff I thought was good that some people thought was bad and stuff I thought was bad that some people thought was good. But uh, there's lots of just uh, didn't see that coming and all that. So, you know, get into all of that first. Before we get going on that, let's talk about who's no longer with the machine. And for those of you that absolutely cannot make it out or you are watching, yeah, well, listening to this, that that is a picture of Cesaro who did not resign with WWE and really I mean so I've seen a lot of people say things both ways you know um it's a shame they didn't use him better I mean there's things that you know he could have done better like he's talking about but I think yeah he could have and no matter how good of a run he was on for some reason it just never actually got him anywhere it's like Rusev did look how long it took him to do anything with that you know, and it's happened before, but I mean, talent-wise, I am mechanically, he's one of the best on the planet. You know, it's talking and stuff. People said, oh, they put him with Zeb Coulter. Yeah, except the real Americans thing and him going in there didn't even really make sense because he's, you know, Swiss and all that. So that was just weird. And the Heyman thing, I proved positive that lasted like 19 seconds, if I remember correctly, from when they did that. Didn't really even get a chance to go. Um, 
you know, that's not just coming from me. There's a lot of people that feel that way, but you know, him going, I just hope that he goes somewhere and he gets, you know, used properly with whatever he can. I'm sure he'll end up as he has no non-compete clause. I'm pretty sure he'll probably go over to, you know, we'll see him um, in AEW, but joining a group or doing something and he'll have, you know, be able to put on matches that just he'll never be like top tier, like anywhere. Again, look at all the places like, you know, ring of honor that's shut down and all that stuff, which you know, makes it even harder for him to be able to go somewhere. But, I don't think he'll be main event no matter what, wherever he goes. Um, but I can see him putting on hell of good matches. And I would like to be wrong with that. You know, and sadly, I mean, also when we saw the report, what they said, like money, he wanted like AJ money. But AJ, look what AJ is still doing out there and cut a promo. And he's just, you know, it's AJ and how he's getting used, which is why he deserves all that money compared to, you know, how they use Cesaro, who we didn't even see for weeks, like do anything useful at least. So, yeah, him getting all that money was pretty much never like going to happen ever. No offense to him. It's just we all know it. He would never have gotten three million a year, especially with the way they used him. But yeah, to see him go is gonna be you know, strange just because he has been there for so long. We really I mean minus the bar, like the biggest thing he had was the US champion with Oksana and all that. And that was forever ago. That was before NXT got moved to like, you know their greatness in the world. And it was just starting down there and grown to a big thing. And he did good stuff with Sheamus, you know, as the bar and all that, their match, the best of seven that led to that was amazing. So he's going to be able to, I think he'll be fine. I just, he'll never be, you know, like up there. I'm pretty sure most of us can be in agreement. So like, again, in the ring, he's great. And I actually think he should have got more than he got. Yeah, with the company, I guess. Yeah, like at least, you know, U.S. Intercontinental title runs because he could be the, you know, the Intercontinental title was known as being the workers type. Well, like he could have went out there and been a machine, just had match after match after match with people. And just the rest of it when it comes down to it. You know, that everything else plays a really big part in it all. So, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, I just, for how good he was, it's just going to be a shame to see him just, be part of you know someone else is just part of a group in AEW because where else is he gonna go? But wish him the best in his future endeavors. Thank him for all this stuff. And at least this one, you know, contract expired, so there's no non-compete. It was all let and done. He just didn't renew his contract. So that is, you know, a positive thing. It was nice to see them at least do that because again, he can start working right away. But that brings us to Monday Night Raw. I mean, there's some stuff that I wrote down. Sad to see that I'm actually writing this is one of the things that Montez Ford, fresh haircut. Yeah, shave all that. Jimmy Smith on commentary calling Gunther, Gunther Walter still. That was, yeah. Don't worry, we all are. Um, Corey coming and making the big save. Uh, wasn't a big fan of Miz pulling in Logan Paul to be his tag team partner, especially with everyone they fired, released, whatever. And you know, for budget cuts, which was a big, you know, thing that they threw around for a lot of it, but yet they can have the mind to bring in Logan Paul. And no offense, like I, I don't think it's going to move the needle. Like they're having that hard of a time selling tickets. I don't think Logan Paul's like going to help really. There's a lot of people that are actually kind of you know pissed that they got rid of so much talent and now we're but they have the money to bring in all these guys. So I'm not a fan of it just because there's so much talent that they could have used or that they can use that's still there. But we're trying to get you know another celebrity, and we all know 
We have all seen the ticket sales so far. Pretty sure they haven't even sold out WrestleMania there, you know, one day's worth of people, let alone both nights. Which, I mean, should be a sign that they need to actually put, like, better stuff together and not just keep bringing in celebrities and all this stuff. It's WrestleMania, you know, for the love of God. But, uh, I don't know. I think it'll still be good. You know, Mysterio's Miz. I uh, just don't like Logan Paul coming back in and doing this. Like, it should have been someone else. Like, this is how you help build someone. Put him in that spot. Just like, you know, apparently the rumors of Vince and Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee, no matter how you feel about him, he, he impressed me with what he could do down there in NXT in those matches against Adam Cole. Um, really, I mean, jumping up, springing up to the top rope to do superplexes and stuff from standing. Like, he he was good just hearing him and Vince. And even if the, and, you know, they're more than likely going to switch it to theory. But again, doing that, like it's just, there's actually people that can like wrestle that you're paying, like, and they're just doing this. Like that stuff hurts my head. Uh, it's like Rhea Ripley defeating Nikki A.S.H. in like two minutes or less. So I don't understand what any of the purpose was to do any of that at all. Uh, getting Shelton a two minute match against Damian Priest. Shelton's way more talented than that. Now Finn Balor answers the ring. Damian Priest challenge you know, for next week. I think that'll be a great match if they give them the time. I think that, you know, Finn, no matter who he works with, like there's going to be a good match. Uh, I think that's very good. I just hope that they actually give them the, a lot of time to, you know, carry it on and give them a proper match. And there's not a bunch of just wasted time again, like, you know, Rhea and Nikki do drop in a match against Bianca again, Reggie and Dana. Like there was a lot of, waste there my opinion and that's just stuff i wrote down there's even more but if they give them the right time that should be really really good and i hope they give them enough time but again it is them so hold your breath it might happen but we will see reggie and dana again getting more time than Rhea and nikki or shelton cedric it's just mind-altering Dana kissing Reggie to get the title was mind-altering. The amount of makeup or whatever came off of her onto him was mind-altering that that got more time than some people that have real matches and stuff. Uh, Eki and Bianca going at it again was almost cringeworthy to me. And normally I'm a fan. It hurt. Nothing you can do about that. And having Bianca and Dewdrop again have the same outcome, like we've seen it four or five times now. No offense. Like it, it's officially old. You could use other people for stuff like it's just the same thing over and over and over and over, which is why ratings really aren't that great. And people aren't buying WrestleMania tickets because it's just like it's the same thing repetitively over and over again. They bring in celebrities, they underutilize everyone they have. It's what they do, I know, but I think they could do so much better. It's just me, but seeing Dewdrop and Bianca again. I'm not sure with how much we've seen it lately. It's not making Bianca look, you know, getting her getting up, you know, getting her up for the KOD the first time. Or two, that was cool. Now that we've seen it like 73 times in the last, you know, two months, it's old. Sorry. You don't have to like it, but it's old. Do something better. Do better, WWE. Do better. Uh, Rollins and, you know, Kevin Owens defeating RK Bro in a great, I thought it was a great man event compared to a lot of the stuff they did. And again, it was just the people involved. You knew it was going to be a good match. Seth and KO, Randy, Riddle, like, no matter what you think about Riddle, the guy can work. So it was going to be a good match. It was a good way to end the night on a positive thing. Uh, 
Needless to say, I did not forget about Finn Balor and Tommaso Ciampa defeating Dolph Ziggler and Robert Rudy and the Dirty Dogs. And I thought it was a really good match for earlier in the thing. I thought Ciampa looked really good. I thought everyone worked very well together. I thought the crowd was super, super receptive to Ciampa. Again, we all know how much everyone loves him, what he means to NXT. You know, but again, that's a lot of the same people there all the time when he was down there. They had the same faces in the same seats, like those were his people, but yeah, to see the crowd love him, like I think that's really good for you know him, especially if they're considering moving him up. Because what else is he gonna do down in NXT? I mean, literally, what else? Especially with their youth movement. So I thought that was really, really good to see them that receptive and you know, embracing him, even though we all know everyone loves Champa, but you know, getting everyone that happy with him with Vince right there, yeah. That helps get it a long way, you know, with him just seeing it, the dyed beard. Eh, not sure how I feel about that yet, but he can still wrestle. He still looks good. And they continue the story the next night, which again is good. You know, it should lead to like really good stuff. Um, the Taker montage was good. And from all the memes that came up from, you know, him sitting up next to Brock and laughing back. Uh, and especially when we've heard all the stories of him drag, you know, dragging Hulk Hogan back of his motorcycle, like how cringy that was when you watched it years ago and how cringy, like the, them to throw that in the montage is all the things he's done a little weird, but I think if anyone deserved that montage, anyone deserves going to the hall of fame. I think he'd be the second only person to go in on their own. Pretty sure Andre was the other one. Like he's more than deserving. He's given his everything. And I think right after SmackDown's done the night before WrestleMania, like giving him that hour. Like, you don't have to give them the whole hour. Let a bunch of people come out and give speeches and technically you know, induct them into the Hall of Fame or whatever you want to call it. And then let them say his piece, but there's so much that you can bring so many people talk about how much, you know, he meant to them and their career and everything he did for them. And I think that'd be a really, like, I'll even tune in to watch that. Normally, no offense to the Hall of Fame. I catch the highlights. Like, so I think Taker, though, I think that'll be a good draw for them and everyone involved. I think Taker has earned it again. Like if anyone earned their own ceremony all by themselves, it's Taker. After that many decades, working through that many injuries, everything. Like really, really, I think that's going to be a highlight of the weekend, actually. With the way they're doing everything right now and it's setting up and looking like, I think it's good. I just couldn't believe they put him, Dragon Hogan, in that sitting up and laughing at you know, Brock thing, which turned into just a super meme machine for the longest time there. That was kind of weird. And Edge's promo. Like, he threw reference to all kinds of people. Uh, him and AJ would be fantastic. I mean, definitely worth a WrestleMania moment and the match it could be. And the story they could tell, just the two of them together, is just bar none one of the greatest things they can have happen. I'm on the side of... I hope it's like him and AJ next year. You know, if that is his last year, you know, get one more year in or so. I want AJ to be his last just because that'd be a great match. Uh, you know, whenever that, but if that happens now, he keep, like, no matter what, AJ is good. And some of the other people he mentioned are good. You know, it all just depends on how it, how it all works out and plays out and all the rumors about all kinds of stuff. But I still just think back to Edge returning at the Rumble, AJ overselling something and hurting his shoulder. Like they could spin it into that, even though I didn't miss a WrestleMania or really anything you know, from it. But that could be 
you know, really something for just to throw it in there, something from years ago that happened, just happened to happen as an in-ring accident. And, you know, that could be really good. I just hope they don't, I don't think they're going to drop the ball. I don't, I think that, you know, a lot of the competitors, I'm pretty sure if I just like, well, I'm not working with that guy or I want to work with that guy. You know, one of those things that they'll listen because he's edge. So that's the saving grace. So I think that'll be one of the best matches of the whole entire night. Whatever night it's on, just because so far, I mean, again, they haven't even sold out the building once. When does that happen? Like literally, when does that ever happen? They can't, they have a hard time selling tickets for WrestleMania. I mean, they sold out last time they were there, like fast as a heart attack and they're dragging right now. Um, You know, and again, I think a lot of people are just insulted and over how bad it is, how predictable it is, how it's everything, you know, it is. At least so many people uh, dropped the ball so much, having so many celebrities coming when other people can do it. Like they've and programming hasn't been the best. And I think that is what's killing them more than anything. Um, I'm sure they'll get, you know, more ticket sales as we get closer to everything. They'll have something pop up you now or people just be like, screw it, let's go. You know, have, I don't know, but and it could be a price thing just because you know pandemic's over, you know, people are still struggling, you know, with inflation, all that. that could be killing it too. Which I'm sure made the tickets even higher, but really to me never mind any of that like this card does not look good so i mean brock and roman yeah that could go a lot of ways you know but and i think it'll be a good match i mean they've had they they're both capable right now where they are to have a really good match not just a two or three minute thing that's what we deserve to see obviously yeah winner takes all kind of thing but you know it's one of the big things i mean like becky and bianca yeah like but the build to it is just cringy and weird. Uh, and again, Logan Paul's in a match. Johnny Knoxville's getting the Intercontinental title match, apparently. Like Johnny Knoxville. We have Macho Man and Steamboat. The battle they had for it, it's now come all the way down to Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville, it seems like. That's why people aren't buying tickets. Is it is actually physically dumb. That's just me. You don't have to like it. I really don't care. But I'm pretty sure that seems to be the consensus. Like, no one seems to be excited about it. And they've just, they've lost their way so much trying to do all this stuff that, you know, they're hurting themselves with, you know, the basic fan base is like, yeah, this is just no. And, you know, sadly, I don't think there's really any, you know, saving it. Don't. Um, Another way to put it, I just, I don't see it. Like it's, you know, they get the, they'll lower the ticket price or whatever just to you know get more people in there. So, you know, not an embarrassment like half the stadium, like when the whole stadium isn't sold out at a WrestleMania. But, you know, they have so much stuff booked already. I just don't see how they could save it. But some of you trying to be like disgruntled and rude to them, like, really, come on, comment. Tell me what you think. I don't know what can be done to save it at this point. Again, between all the releases and Logan, but they have the mind for Logan Paul to have a match and bring back Ronda and, it, at Johnny Knoxville for a t- like it's just you know they've put so much into just pissing everyone off last two years I, I don't know but again I hope they prove me wrong I really do and I'm still gonna like watch it because there's still good stuff on there again Becky and Bianca it's gonna be a good match it's gonna be better than SummerSlam obviously I mean it's gonna be a hell of a match it's just it's so cringy because you know they've done it all like it's just you know repetitive stuff which is what's killing people again just like her Bianca having a match with Dewdrop again. Like, it's just, 
I don't know, but whoever's doing it, like this is when they normally do their best TV. So they really need to wake up because this is bad, bad, like bad. Uh, move on to 2.0. Again, I thought there was some uh, good stuff in there. Um, Waller and LA Knight, you know, Waller stealing one. Shocker, we all knew it was going to happen. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to go at it. Yeah, stand and deliver, you know, in front of the crowd. They're back on the road. That'll be really good to see them back in front of, no offense to the crowd there, but on the road in front of a larger group, like doing that, like a lot of those people do deserve it. And then you can really, really see because, you know, they're used to the reactions they get there in the tiny, you know, thing. When you go, they go out on the road in front of that big of a crowd, like you really, you know, get a good reaction. It's not the same people you see all the time. So I think it's better because it helps you learn more things. But Waller and LA Knight will be a good one. You know, Waller got to hit them both with his finisher after the match was over. But, you know, it's going to keep going. And again, I'm not a Waller fan. He's in, you know, he's talented. It's just, I don't know. There's something about it that just makes me cringe. But I think it'll be good. Uh, these guys you know toxic attraction i will say that you know mandy and Gigi were killing it this week with their attire as all they did was be fun to look at this week because of the woman's dusty cup you know starting so they had their toxic lounge or whatever they called the thing um i imagine we're not going to see a lot of him wrestling until stand and deliver you know because the, they're going to drag out this tournament again i'm not complaining about that you know let other people get all the tv time and you get to see them while they're watching them do it you know it's a good way to use them without you know beating it to death with them being you know, having matches and everything but matches really like so you could i mean the brackets really you know not the greatest things ever i'll say they look good. It was good to see him talk. Mackenzie looked, you know, good, killed it. Cora looked fantastic in her training thing with Raquel. Miss Raquel, I'm afraid of heights, but them doing all of that, you know, it's just a different side. Uh, I'm sure they're going to get far in the cup, but really after this, what else does Raquel have to do? I mean, she has to be called up at some point because literally, like, she was champion. She's doing, like, Dusty Cup winner, first woman's tag team champion, like, down there. What else is there for her to do there? So I think this is going to be the, you yeah. know, Ending point for Raquel down there. I think we can all pretty much agree on that without, you know, any arguing. But, you know, it's good to see her doing that. And, you know, and I think it'll, you know, help with Cora. Because, again, she's so young and Raquel's young. But Raquel's been there for a couple of years doing this. You know, more experience. Completely different style. Like, and I think it'll be good. But, again, compared to some of the matches that they did, I mean, Last, you know, Lash Legend made her in-ring debut, at least from what I saw. And I remember who her, like, tag team partner was. All I know is, obviously, Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. And that match were just going to slaughter them. And they didn't even really let Lash do a lot, which, you know, pretty much proved my point when she was doing that annoying talk show, which we haven't seen in forever, because apparently everyone's like, what, it really sucks. Please stop it. But Io and Kaylee Ray, I think they're going to go far and I'm going far as good because, like, the teams are just thrown together. I mean, that's the people that just need more experience that have been together for a little bit. Like, having Kaylee Ray with all and EO with their years of experience is really good for the whole entire thing in general, no matter who they work with. So, I'm okay with that. Briggs and Jensen stuff was nauseating. I forgot Andre Chase and Chase U was even a thing 
till suddenly, boom, there he was. I was like, oh yeah, you're still here. I forgot about you. But, you know, obviously, no, no one expected it to be a really big thing. Um, not my favorite thing, has been my favorite thing. Could it grow on me? Possibly, but I just, I don't know, I don't like it. Uh, Nikita Lyons debuted against Kayla Inlay and got the win. Uh, some stuff to work on, some botches, but there's some you know, decent striking, I'd suppose. And if you look at her, you could tell why she got like all these, you know, vignettes and all that build up. I just hope it goes better than the last one. You know, Tiffany Stratton, because again, that back handspring club, whatever you call that thing. I mean, when she first did that, it was abysmal. And then you didn't see her in the ring for forever. And I thought Nikita's went better than Tiffany Stratton's. Like we, you know, most of us can agree on that. Everyone's going to have some slips here. And even the best of them, you know, have botches and, you know, slip and all that. So, I mean, you can't really judge, you know, her for a lot of them and no one got hurt again. Look at her and tell why she got, you know, you know, all the vignettes and push, but I thought her striking, some of it looked better than Stratton's horrific back handspring clothesline thing in the corner that she missed by a year. And then we didn't see her and it looked better the next time we saw her. So, you know, that is improvement. So I'm not completely bashing her. You know, I don't like the character at all, but you know, she again went out there the first time we all went, eh, came back out and she's hitting it now. So she did go to work. She did put in the work. They noticed it and she put forth the effort. So I'm not, you know, judging anyone for that. It was just, you know, debut. I thought it was better than, you know, some people seem to say, but there are people that thought it was like the greatest thing ever, which it most certainly was not, but she looked better than Tiffany Stratton did. Uh, there's some improvement to do. We'll see if, you know, they you know we've seen inlay before which is you know we've seen her put up a fight and should they did let her put up a fight we'll just see you know where they go from it with nikita lines and if they you know who they put her with because you know people you know that are still growing too like it makes helps everyone but getting her you know seeing how fast they put her with top people like you know the kaylee rays the eos dakota kai regardless i mean she weighs as much as my foot like she's still really experienced raquel i mean any of them there's so many people she could work with just seeing how long it takes them to do it when they think she's at the level to do it. And we'll see where she goes. But again, I've seen a lot worse, so I'm not completely bashing on her. I've seen a lot worse debuts. We've all seen a lot worse debuts. We've seen a lot worse wrestling in general. So that wasn't bad. It was way better than Last Legends. And we've seen her since this whole 2.0 thing started. It's the first time I remember seeing her in the ring. I can't tell you anything that happened. Which isn't good. I can at least tell you that there was, you know, good roundhouse kicks and all kinds of stuff like in the match with Nikita. So that was there, which is good. At least you remember something than not remembering anything, even though there's some people's debuts you don't remember and they turn out to be huge, but there's a lot of people, you know, you remember just because it was cringeworthy. And that's what I considered last legends on lashing out. And, I was like, and then the ring was pretty much the same after we didn't see her in forever. But uh, the Walter chants were great. I can't wait to see Gunther. Gunther. And Solo Sokoa go at it. I think we'll really see how good Solo is there. You know, he's moved away from the Boa stuff, which is, you know, really good. He's probably getting future endeavored soon, to be honest. But Solo and Gunther, I mean, that'll be a real good, I think it'll be a hell of a match. I think it'll be a real, yeah, it'll be the test to see how good he is. But no, he's going to end up with, you know, the bloodline at some point. It just wouldn't make sense for him not to, as he has even mentioned my bloodline. So they're going to do it, I think, that him and, you know, see how he does against Gunther, and if he does that good, I mean, 
the rocket ship is, you know, trying to go. Let's see where they go with it. I thought he, I thought, I, again, I like Solo Sokoa. You know, I liked it when he first came out and did his stuff. Like, it's not one of those, like, you're just looking at it going, Jesus, because it's just so overly ridiculous. Like, it's good. Uh, I'll lose so chance, though. I mean, I don't see how that ends down there um, at all. How he stays down there, but Gunther will be, that'll be a match. Like, that could be a match I could do a lot, and we'll really see how good Solo is right there, because we know Gunther isn't putting on a bad match. Gunther, Walter, whatever the hell you want to call him. Bob, for all I care, but Walter, Gunther, Bob. Like, he's that good. And that, well, no. And I think that one's going to possibly be a steal a lot of the spotlight from the show, which I have no problem with. And the main event was good between Champ and Ziggler. I mean, am I surprised that Rude was masked and hooded and acting like a cameraman to hit Champa with the camera when the ref wasn't looking to end it? No. Does it set up a good match between the Dirty Dogs and Champa and Breaker next week? Yes. And am I excited to see where, you know, Ziggler and Champ goes? Yes. Now they do it all. Now it fits in with the title picture. Like, I'm super excited. I think, I mean, again, it's Ziggler. No matter what you think about the character, like, everyone will agree that the guy can go. He knows how to wrestle. Like, he really is that good. So, you know. And him being down in NXT, like, there's so many young guys that are down there. You know. Ziggler could do great working with those people down there, like in building up a lot of experience. Like I think, you know, during the draft, I mean, I liked it when it was black and gold and they did all that and it was on survivor series and it won survivor series overall. Like I thought that was great. I thought they should have kept doing that. Uh, I think they dropped the ball with all those things, but you know, they should have people down there like Ziggler working with people down there would be amazing for all of them. Just like AJ, the guys that are really good, really safe workers with tell hell of a story. And it'll just make everyone better. So, yeah, again, also probably that they're down there signed that the ratings suck. But we already knew that. I just think they should have more down there, you know, permanently, not just, you know, bouncing here and there, a new guy every week or month or so. Because I'm not saying that they're all bad, but just the experience that they have when it comes to putting together matches and storytelling, promos, like, Every bit helps them. You know, these young guys get better as they're having the youth movement. So I hope that they keep it together. And I think next week's match between those guys is going to be really good. I just want to see what they're going to do to it you now going into stand and deliver. That's the big one. That's the really big one, actually. Which brings us over to Dynamite. The 10-team battle royal for the number one contendership. You know, John Silver's getting thrown out by whichever Jackson it was of the Young Bucks. I don't remember. And Kyle went and dumped him over as he was doing it, which I mean, yeah. Hopefully they just finally split all those guys up because it's just dumb. Like you would have done the same, like just dumb. But Bobby Fish and O'Reilly, new number one contenders to face off against Jurassic Express. I think that'll be a hell of a match. Uh, Cowboy came out to attack them and the Young Bucks just walked away. And Cole tried to get a kick in Cowboy, you know, it all ended in nothing. But Jurassic Express and O'Reilly and Fish I think the experience will help out with all of it. I think they'll put on a better match than we saw with the gun club. After seeing how they get to it all, what happens afterwards, if the bucks do it, like it's just, I don't know. It's just over between the bucks, O'Reilly and fish, like all of it, just crap or get off the pot. It's old now how long it's been going, especially how everything ended in NXT between all of it. 
like them bring it over there and they're all like best friends and it's it's dumb i'm sorry i don't like it talent yes necessary no not at all mjs promo that was necessary it was for me it was good to see a different side of it yeah it wasn't just the normal just berating everybody in his path he brought the tear out in his eye he talked about how punk was his hero and then when he needed him most he left like it just wasn't his normal just trashing people because he's so good at trashing people i mean just look back at the stuff the kid can talk very very well regardless of how you feel about all of it or anything else he does the kid can talk a lot and it was good to see him do something completely different you know a different style of promo it wasn't that and the tear in the eye and walking out when punk asked him if he meant it like it's just a whole different emotional feel to this one than you know normal you know so far and i think that'll make it even you know that just puts another wrinkle in it because there was so much predictable like who didn't see that coming type stuff that you know it was kind of yeah losing its lesser a little bit and there was a couple of weeks of real degree the promos like it just wasn't like it so i thought that was a really good thing to bring it back in brought a different thing i think that'll be good um the artist formerly known as buddy murphy debuted for the house of black as buddy matthews which i called during malachi's vignette during winter is coming go back and watch the you know, winter finally came uh, i said it was cool if it was buddy murphy or whatever they were gonna call him which is now buddy matthews only weird thing to me, even though I called it, is, you know, he carried over the eye thing after the stairs thing, you know, Seth and Buddy. And now, like, the guy that was part of that is now in there with them. You know, it's just one of those, like, they carried all of it over. Maybe this is just making pens. But it's a great way to use them. I mean, I think that being in there with all the matches Malachi and Brody King are having, and having Murphy in there will get him more stuff. And I thought he was so underutilized. I mean, go back if you don't think. He was, and he thought it was good to get room and watch his stuff as Cruiserweight champion. He was normally on all the pre-shows, but those matches were phenomenal. And like, what, 20 minutes ago? You know, they were, it was just, there was just something about it. I thought they dropped the ball on that. I did. I'm glad to see him back, though. I think they'll use him this way, and he'll get a lot of matches just because, again, look how much, you know, the House of Black has been, you know, used and keeps getting used, I think. It'd be really good for him, and I think, you know, sooner or later, because that'll have, Matches with Pac and Penta, and it'll just lead to really like and think of those matches, him and Pac. Like, yes, please sign me up for that. Like, that's going to be really, really like dynamite. Not you know trying to even mention the name there, pun intended. But oh, I think it'll be a good way to use him. Uh, I think you know, could he will he get a title anytime soon? Who knows? But having his talent there, and I'm not alone when I feel that they underutilized them. Like the cruiserweight championship matches were great. I don't understand why it went the way it did, but it did. There's nothing you can do about it, but that's a good pickup. And really where else was he going to go? I just can't believe that, you know, the machine dropped the ball on that so many different times where they could have done something really good because he was one of the best people on the roster, in my opinion. You know, they just didn't ever use him properly. So let's hope you know, everything goes good here. And the main event between, you know, Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia, I mean, I thought it was better than some of the stuff we've seen, but it wasn't as good as some of the stuff we've seen. You know, it's like one of those, like, double-edged swords. But I thought it was still, you know, a good match compared to a lot of the stuff for the week and stuff that we saw. Um, I hate 2.0, hate them as ever rise, hate them just much, if not more now. What's his name sitting there yelling? It's just not good. His promos hurt my head. Looking at him hurts my head. I didn't like them. Uh, but from all of that, we 
did finally we were gonna see Brian and Mox at Revolution, and uh, that's awesome. Like I think that's gonna be one hell of a match. And whatever comes of it afterwards between them, you know, is whatever happens. I think that one's gonna like that match is gonna be amazing. I think we're supposed to see that. I guarantee it for yeah, which switch to Miro, you know, see who was gonna get the title shot against Cowboy, and you know he ended up, you know, Mox went to rehab. We know all that, so we're seeing this months later, and Mox is so much healthier, you know, in a better mind, which I think's gonna that's gonna do nothing but help the match. I just, man, it's gonna be really, really good. I look forward to it. That's a big highlight of that. Again, there's, you know, the ladder match is going to be good. Uh, heavyweight title match. Right? I feel about Adam Cole. I kept, like they're going to put on a good match. Like they really should. So I think it's going to be a really good night for everything involved. But we finally get to see it. So Brian and Mox, yeah, you know, making it, setting it to end the show after having to see 2.0 and all that. Like was a good way to end off that one. Too bad Rampage wasn't the same. Yeah, I didn't have that because no offense to Sammy and Andrade. That was only okay, really. I really wasn't that impressed. And again, I always say it's Andrade's character that kills me. But yeah, then there was this. Uh, it just wasn't a good match to me. It was actually kind of a really big letdown. Like when Wardlow having a match against another big dude was a bitter, you know, thing for me. Um, and it lasted more than three seconds. That's not good, especially for being Sammy and Andrade, because Andrade, again, most people know he can work. It's just the character and him talking that kills everything. And Sammy normally has good matches. I didn't like it. I wasn't impressed. I was more impressed with Wardrow. Wardlow doing, you know, business with that other big dude, power bombs, win, and then picking him up again for another one. And Sean Spears swinging the chair and hitting his fingers, so he drops the guy. Yeah, and then playing more towards the split of Wardlow and Sean Spears and all that more was better than Sammy and Andrade. That's a problem to me. You guys can tell me I'm wrong and see it the other way. Uh, I just wasn't impressed. And that was the worst Max Caster rep of all time, possibly one of the worst reps of all time. Like, that sucked. And match didn't do it for me. Um, it was literally the whole night was really just like, kind of big letdown minus at least they're building more towards Wardlow and Spears and then finally being done, but it wasn't good. Again, comment, come on here. I'll do it. Never day you want. I can find a way to record it. Tell me what you think about it. You can have a sit down. You can be right here with me telling me I'm crazy. I thought it was trash. I thought it was a very, very bad, bad rampage. Pretty sure Hook showed up at one point, but he does every time he goes in, he kills people. He walks away. You know, this one wasn't even a match. It's just, it wasn't good. Like that was a dud, and Max Caster's rap was actually pathetic. It's like what two lines, and they weren't good. You can tell there's no effort put. It, like it was really, really sad. But moves us over to Friday night, which gives me a lot of you know questions for SmackDown. Yeah, moves me earlier in the night, um, and they aren't listening to me because this lady right there, Zaylee, you can see that. This is the first picture that popped up when I looked for. So I mean, that's way uh, more exciting to look at but uh yeah we're still having the fake lightning when she made her entrance it's you know i mean just why it's just unnecessary and just dumb like really dumb it's just 
Dum, 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 dum. I didn't like it. Thought the match was okay. Uh, I think she's got, you know, she could do better. But again, it's the time allotted, what the writers give you. And the entrance takes like nine years and there's fake lightning. And, you know, again, I'm a fan of hers. Not this whole way they're going. Sam Roberts, bald head, slightly terrified. Maybe the Haluma kick that Sammy delivered to Knoxville. Johnny didn't look good as he barely dropped. And again, it's really sad to see the IC title degraded down to Sami Zayn defending against Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. That's kind of insulting in a way. Uh, don't see what the point in her match. Everyone could tell who that is if you could see the video. Now, all know Sasha against you know, Shotzi there. Like, you know, what was the point of it? Like for her to come out and like beat Shotzi in like two, three minutes, maybe like I, I don't understand the point in that one, but again, that could be, that could be just me, you know, but I, it's just not looking good for, you know, girl there, Shotzi, which again, I liked her. I mean, granted, you know, a lot of it was because you know, she, she was, you know, super different. And, you know, I don't know if you, could, you know, ever looked at me, people, but I'm kind of different. You know, I mean, can't see from here, but you know, like I just like different. I've always been different. Ask anyone that knew me in high school, never really fit in. I was that weirdo, but it's not a good look, you know, that she's just getting crushed like that. So, yeah, we'll see where they go from her for that. Cause I think she's super talented of just given, you know, the appropriate opportunity to do something. And, you know, they could go somewhere, but I mean, really on SmackDown, what do they have? I mean, they got to start using these people. I did think, you know, that. Yeah, minus the entrance of like the way they've used it for the most part. I think they should get rid of the fake lightning and just let her go do her thing. And walking around with, you know, that face right there, like she's going to take your head off. You know, that's the one we all love and fell in love with at NXT. But, you know, in general, again, oh, and let's not forget the main event segment where Roman talking was good. Paul talking was good. Brock talking was good. But really, the thing that put the biggest smile on the face was just seeing Brock Lesnar absolutely launch an office chair at someone's head. Put a smile on my face. Yeah, you know, again, I think they're going to put on a good main event. I think they'll put you know a better show than anyone's actually willing to give them credit for. I don't think it's going to steal the show by any means, but I think it's going to be better than people give them credit for. So, again, they could prove me right. They could prove me wrong. They do whatever the hell they want, but we will see. Nah, overall. You know, again, like Raw had its good moments. Uh, 2.0 had some good moments. Dynamite had some frackdown. Rampage just sucked. No, I mean, anyone else wants to try and you know, argue that one with me. I don't think anyone will. Rampage absolutely unequivocally sucked. That was a giant waste of everyone's time and talent and energy. And it wasn't good. So hopefully they get that better but yeah you know, i said again dumb stuff happens everyone had their moments now uh, they had good segments in there mixed in with and it wasn't even like they were bad really for everyone else it was just what was the point of it you know why is dana brooke and reggie getting more time than like other like shelton's getting it all or titles are getting or you know it's just so much why like getting more time than rhea ripley Nikki, Shelton, Cedric. You know, it's just 
why because it's just so cringy and dumb but you know it's what they do with that i just don't understand it like hopefully and wrestlemania hopefully they you know get things going on the right track but again i'm still not having this place sold out once in total like we don't know if that's you know both night tickets just like that's not good so they need to start putting stuff together and stop wasting time with all these celebrities and use people instead of just firing everybody releasing for budget cuts whatever they want to call it and yes, there were some people that asked for the release and there were some people that just didn't renew and ran out their contract. Which is okay. It's to be expected. You know, stuff like that happens all the time. But, you know, Logan Paul coming in for me in a match like that, just why? Um, Johnny Knoxville getting an IC title match, like why? There's so much of that. And I you know, hope they figure it out, but they only have a couple of weeks. So they really do need to jump on it. Tomorrow's the first, so. They got a couple of weeks to write this ship, and I'd hate to see a WrestleMania with lots of open seats because that will just you know, prove the point that you can make as much money as you want. But if the product sucks, no one cares. No one's going to show up. And yeah, maybe that'll be what wakes them up. I don't know, but I think it sucks. So with that, I'm going to jump off. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, repeat all video and audio. It helps it grow. It helps other people grow. Uh, don't forget, you know, follow, you know, on you know facebook page youtube rumble you know for the videos you can see them on youtube and rumble follow the facebook page for when audio comes out but also apple and google podcasts anchor breaker stitcher like it's all over you could follow them on there and if you follow them on their spotify you'll get notified when they come on so you can actually hear it and listen to it but and i appreciate it all thanks for checking me out don't forget like share comment and repeat on everything there's my shout out for Justin as he made that thing and I will be back later. So enjoy the rest of your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Try to enjoy some of the wrestling that happens. Hopefully it doesn't completely waste everyone's time and suck. And until next time, my friends, be good to each other and peace.